Welcome to Indie Radio News Reel. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for 13 June 2023. Here are the international news updates for today. 11 dead after Russia strikes Zelensky's home city. Ukraine has accused Russia of a massive missile attack on civilian buildings in Kriviyi, the home city of the Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky. At least 11 people died and 28 others were injured, officials said. Further south in Belozerka, Ukraine says a priest was killed by Russian shelling in a church courtyard. It comes after Kiev's counteroffensive against Russian forces got underway with the Ukrainians saying that troops have recaptured seven settlements. Russia's defense ministry said its troops have captured multiple German-made Leopard tanks and US-made Bradley infantry fighting vehicles in southern Ukraine. Brazil expresses concern over added EU demands to Mercosur deal. On Monday, Brazilian President Lula da Silva expressed concern over additional demands made by the European Union or EU regarding its trade agreement with the Southern Common Market or Mercosur. I expressed to European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen Brazil's concern about the additional instrument to the agreement presented by the European Union in March of this year, which expands Brazil's obligations and establishes sanctions in case of non-compliance, Lula said in a press release after meeting the EU envoy in Brasilia. This is the first visit to Brazil by a head of the European Commission in 10 years with an agenda focusing on the trade agreement with Mercosur which gathers Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay and Uruguay. Cameroon opposition figure John Fru D dies at 81. John Fru D, a towering figure in Cameroonian politics over several decades, has died aged 81. He founded the opposition Social Democratic Front or SDF in 1990 and was at the front line of multi-party democracy in Cameroon defending English speaking minority rights in the country according to a press release from his SDF colleagues Fru ND died in the capital Yaoundé on Monday evening after a long period of illness his career included several presidential bids and he claimed to have been the true winner of the 1992 election that saw president Paul Biya re-elected Now to the national news stories. 19 injured in steam leak at Tata Steel's Meramandali power plant in Odisha. At least 19 persons sustained burn injuries in a steam leak at Tata Steel's Meramandali plant in Odisha's Dhenkanal district on Tuesday, police said. The injured persons were immediately rushed to a private hospital in Katak. The accident occurred after a steam leak. Workers and engineers who were inspecting the blast furnace were injured. Dhenkanal SP Gyanranjan Mohapatra said that around 19 persons were injured in the incident. However, a Tata Steel spokesperson said 17 persons suffered burn injuries, including one who was described as serious. Tata Steel in a statement said, "The accident took place at around 1 p.m. during the course of the inspection work and has affected a few people working at the site." 157 contractual workers sacked from NRC in Assam. The authorities of Assam's National Register of Citizens or NRC have laid off 157 contractual workers who were engaged in the exercise to update the list of the citizens. The sacking of the Circle Project supervisors followed the decision of the NRC state coordinator Partha Pratim Muzumdar to replace the old employees with new ones. The employees told to go have been directed to submit all the valuables and documents on or before June 29th, an official at the NRC office said. The sacked supervisors filed a petition at the Guwahati High Court against the move by the NRC authorities. The court is expected to examine the case soon. Editors Guild voices concern over intimidation of journalists by Union Minister Smriti Irani and the Kerala government. The Editors Guild of India today voiced concern over alleged intimidation and harassment of journalists by Union Minister Smriti Irani and the CPIM led government in Kerala. 
In a statement in New Delhi, the Guild claimed that Ms. Irani intimidated a journalist during her visit to her Lok Sabha constituency, Amethi, on June 9th and threatened to call the owners of the Hindi daily he worked for. In a separate incident, on June 10th, a senior woman journalist in Kerala was named as an accused in an first information report or FIR lodged by the state police in response to a complaint filed by the Student Federation of India or SFI, the student arm of the ruling CPIM. The guild urged the government in Kerala to withdraw the case against the female journalist with immediate effect. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio News Reel. For more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indiejournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.